welcome to the show, guys. It's your host, Sean. <laughs> I really wanted to start this shit because of these fucking lockdowns, these fucking, fucking COVID lockdowns. I wanted to do something positive. There's <clears throat> just a lot of bullshit that happened last year. Um, death, love, family, whole bunch of shit. And... I need an outlet. So I really want to give you guys a sneak peek into the lives of these people that serve you a fucking Coke on the plane. Some of them are nurses. Some of them have chemistry backgrounds. Some of them are fucking stupid. Um, But we have sick ass conversations. Think about it. You show up to work, you're having a mini vacation with five, three, four strangers, right? Get to know them. It's like speed dating, but you're not there to date. You're there to work. Sometimes you fuck. So anyways, this next guest, she's a really, 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 really amazing girl. She's from Portugal, my favorite country on earth. And yeah, we just had a cool conversation. Hope you guys enjoy. Ready for departure. Welcome to the show, guys. I have... I mean, please, more. Yeah, fuck off, okay? <laughs> a cool guest. I've worked with her before. Um, she's really cool. Her name is... I'm his favorite. My name is Tatiana. Hey, Tatiana. Yes. How you been? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been. Honestly, I have been. I don't know whether it's good or bad, but I've been. Okay. Yeah. been. Okay. So... Introduce yourself for people who don't know you. Um, well, again, I'm Tatiana. I'm 24, soon to be the big 25. Um, I'm when? a PR student at the moment. A PR student? Yeah, public relations. Okay. I'm currently studying online. So okay. essentially that means I turn my laptop on, I turn the other way, and I go to bed. <laughs> so you're a PR student? Mm-hmm. And who were you before you became a flight attendant? Um, a student who failed. <laughs> A what? Sorry. A student who failed everything. Okay. Um, on, I was in school. I was taking... I was taking... You were taking. I Wonderful. Was, what was I taking? <laughs> That's how good I did. Okay. I was taking media relations. Media relations, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, before that, I was taking general arts. I went through the whole thing. Okay. I did four years of school, and you could probably consume that all together and make it like a solid one. <laughs> so wait, you See, with the amount of classes I skipped. Yeah. My ass would just stay in bed. That is so all crazy. Because I moved out of the house. Okay. Um, I went from living in Toronto to living in Kitchener, Waterloo area. Okay. First time on my own. Lived with a bunch of guys. Hey. Yeah, I lived with five guys and one other girl. Jeez. And the guys were known as, like, the frat guys of the school. Everyone knew who they were. Right. Um, I lived with hockey players, football players. My house was a frat house. Okay. Um, so I did really well in yes. school. Really well at, at, at partying. Um, honestly, yeah. Okay. And I just did a lot of sleeping, a lot of not caring about class. Yeah. So, yeah, that's who I was. How I was, did you survive those, like, you did a lot of... You didn't work? You didn't... I worked part-time. Okay. What'd so I was do? working at a restaurant as a host. Okay. Yeah, that was it, really. I didn't do anything else. I was so lazy. Because of that, I filled majority of my classes. My dad doesn't know. Sorry, dad. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly... He has no idea. This is the first time I'm ever admitting it out loud. Oh, did my you know God. That? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, again, dad, if you listen, no, you didn't. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So, I will not be reposting this on my Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know who I was, honestly. Okay, so, you were this party girl. Not even party. Honestly, huh. first year, I partied just because I lived with the guys. Okay. But, and then I moved out. Okay. Second year, and I lived in a house of all females. Okay. And they were How- great. They all did great in school. Right. And I don't know, like, I don't know if it was just, like, depressing or if I also got into a relationship. Okay, lit, lit. Um, and I don't know if it was just like, oh, I just want to spend time with this person and blah, 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 and do nothing else. I have no idea what it, like, what it was, but I would go, let's say I had six classes a week. Yeah. I would attend maybe one or two. Holy shit. It got pretty bad. Like, what's... What's the point of going to school if you just... Correct. Right. Yeah, but I was just like, I can't admit to, like, my dad that... You were fucking around. I was fucking around. Yeah, so I was fuck. like, I gotta keep it going. Yeah. And so I did. Obviously, I was doing really poorly. And because I didn't attend... if Here was my thing. If I attended class, mm-hmm. or if I didn't attend class, the next week, I would just be like, well, I didn't go last week, so what's the point of going this week? And that yeah. started the cycle of just like, well, I haven't been for three weeks, so... What's, What's the, point the point of me point? showing up now? Like, I'm already, I already fucked myself over. So you fucked yourself over, like, for all your classes? Yeah, for almost four years. Holy I did shit. this to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, I've ne- like, like I said, I've never admitted it out loud to anyone. And what is the thing that got you out of that? <clears throat> um. So I always thought about being a flight attendant, never committed to it. Again, I think a big reason was because I was in a relationship. Obviously, it's a very different job than your regular job, especially when you're in a relationship. I had no idea what the schedule was like. I didn't mm-hmm. really know anyone who was in the industry to ask questions. any questions. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you remember, but school, uh, all the colleges went on strike in Ontario. Yeah, for, I wasn't there. Yeah. So I think it was in, I want to say 2017 mm-hmm. or 2018. I can't remember. Colleges went on strike for two whole months, mm-hmm. and I was just sitting up in Kitchener doing absolutely nothing with my life. I was working part-time as a host, so I mm-hmm. would go for like one or two shifts a week. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I was not attending classes prior, but at least I was like pretending I was attending classes. Right. But like at this point, I was doing literally nothing. Right. And I was talking to my dad, and he's like, you should just do it. And I don't know what, honestly, very much unlike me, and I just bit the bullet, and I did it, okay. and I applied. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what started the whole thing. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So Lost then, cause, and I was like, hold on, let me just move on to the next one. But I went through the training. It takes a special person. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I know I have it in me because even right now, I'm in school right now, and I'm doing great. I got 90s in every single one of my classes the right. past semester. Right. So I know I'm capable. It was just, I had no interest. Mm. I don't know whether it was because of the course. I think it was. Okay. But it, I think it also was like, I was in a new relationship, and I just wanted to be with this person. Right. And that didn't help either. And he was very supportive in being like, go to class. But I'm like, oh, I don't have class today. Oh, like, so you liar. liar. Like, biggest liar. Right. Um. Yeah, that's kind of, like, I knew I had it in me. And that's, I was also really nervous about initial training, which is six weeks. In to- no. In total, it's six weeks. But we were only there for, like, four or five, I believe. But Something like that. Yeah. I was scared shitless because prior to this, I was going in. I had no study skills, obviously. Yeah. Like, I was failing everything. Yeah. I had no motivation. And this is, I'm like, this is something you want, and I'm going to have to work hard to get Yeah. It. 
And I did. I got zero NIs. Hey. For those of you who don't know, I failed zero times. Nice. And yeah, but I didn't talk to anyone for like the entire time. I was Kermit the Frog, like did not see the light of day. Because <laughs> you had the afternoon class. So John and I did it together. Yeah, yeah. But, but there were so were many of us. I was PM. Exactly. Yeah. So I was there. I can't remember if it started at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. Okay. I was there from the ass crack of dawn <laughs> until like 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then I would go home, study, or I would go um, to the Yale's house. Remember? So, or I would go to her house and mm-hmm. I would study. That's it. I didn't talk to anybody else. Like, I would eat, sleep, study, class. That okay. is it. Like, And I proved it to myself. I really did not think I was going to be able to do it. When I got there that first day and that pub sat in front of me and I saw how thick our manual was. Yeah. I nearly shit my pants. I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> there's like, no way I'm passing this. There's no way this shit is happening. Yeah. And I don't know. I did it. So now you went through the training. Went through the training. You passed. Sure did. And you became a flight attendant. You proved Best to yourself. decision of my entire life. How so? I love traveling. Okay. And honestly, I know people say like the job is redundant, which it is. You're doing the same thing, but I love it. Okay. I, lo- I truly do. Not what? just the flying aspect. Like, what do you love about it? Talking shit in the galley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you agree? I feel like you can. So, all day. Exactly. All day. I was going to say, we've talked shit in the galley many times. Many times. It's just, it's a fun job. I think with our company, we got very lucky that everyone is super young. Yeah. You know, we don't have a lot of quote unquote Karens. Old people. Old people. Yeah. Right? We're all around our 20s and everyone is just there to have a good time. So, you, for you, it's the social aspect. Yeah, I'm very much a people person. Like, COVID is so depressing because yeah. I'm that person that I need to be around people, yeah. even if we're not even doing much. Like, I just, it helps me feel better to yeah. have someone with me. Yeah. So, that job, I loved it. It wasn't, I know people say it can be lonely. Yeah. But I didn't find it lonely. Okay. Maybe it would be lonely if, like, when you're in the hotel room, blah, blah, blah. But generally, especially if you're on the 767, which you have crew member of, like, six yeah, flight six attendants, feet, yeah. chances are there will be one person, at least, that, like, you'll hit it that, with. You know, that depends. It has happened. 321s and 319s? It has know? happened that I've been on a 76, and I just don't fuck with anybody else. Really? You know? I don't know if I've had that. I don't know. It's just, it depends on the vibes. But maybe also you're a pro-social person, so you're going to, like, try to bend over backwards to... Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I I know. I see what you... Yeah, definitely. I would, like, I would always go with the flow of other people at work. Yeah. Um, I think it was also because I was flying with a lot of the same people. Yeah. All the time because we were in the same, like, seniority level, so we were getting all the same type of flights. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like, the job, the whole thing, it just... It made me really happy. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's moments where you debate quitting. Like, what moments? Here and there, you know, when you get calls from Kirsten and they treat you like ass. What moments? What moments? Um, I'm not going to name names, obviously, but there's a certain Kirsten <laughs> person. I'm sure everyone who works at this company knows exactly who I'm talking about. She's my favorite Infamous, person, but whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't speak... Okay, here's the thing. If you don't speak French, you're voted off the island. Much like, that's français. it. Like, I'm chilling. <laughs> you're fine. She lo- I'm sure she loved you, but yeah. me? Mm. Bonjour. That's it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't got anything else for you, girl. And I remember one time I was doing a flight coming home from MCO, which is Orlando. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, those Orlandos, for us less senior people, had a flight attached in the morning. 
So you would go to like Y, you would land in um, from Orlando and Toronto, and then go Toronto YQB like Quebec, and then back to Toronto. Oh, you never got that? No, that was all of my That's I loved and hated them because you had to be up at the ass crack of dawn, and then you had three flights that day. Whoa! So, or you would go to Thunder Bay and back. Wait, wait, wait! I'm like less senior than you. How did you end up with those flights? Clearly, my bidding skills are chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah, so I always ended up with them. Wow. And okay. I had one month where I just had MCOs from start to finish, and they were all attached to a Thunder Bay. Oh, that's crazy. So <laughs> that's like a, like a 12-hour day or something. Like. I can't even... Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah, yeah. Especially because the flight, like when you land in Toronto, you only took off... So three or four hours later, then I would spend a lot of my time in our crew room because we had resting areas. Yeah. And because you had to be up so early in Orlando to get back home, yeah. I was always super tired. Yeah. So I'd go there and nap for, I don't know, I would say like one to two hours, just depending on how early we landed, how much time I had in between my Thunder Bays. Yeah. Prior to getting down to the crew room, I got a call from crew scheduling and I was in the elevator. Mm. So I lost reception, didn't pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. The second I exited the elevator, I called them. And I said, hey, what's up? You called. And they said, okay, instead of doing a Thunder Bay, you're now going to go to Nova Scotia. I don't know. I was going somewhere out east. Mm-hmm. Those imaginary places. Yeah, I never those, yeah those like <laughs> random ass places you'd never want to go to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, sounds good. And the flight time, the departure time, I think was like 30 minutes earlier. Okay. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll cut my nap short. I'll survive. Keep in mind, I already had this conversation with crew scheduling. So I had already acknowledged it on my phone as well. Meaning... Everything was good to go. Mm-hmm. My nap was wet, ready for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was waiting. So I go into the crew room mm-hmm. and I'm in like the little pod lying down. And obviously, like no one's on their phone in there because it's disrespectful. Like there's other people sleeping around you. Mm-hmm. So my phone's on silent. I'm sleeping. And mm-hmm. then out of nowhere, someone walks in and they're like, Excuse me, is there a Tatiana in here? <laughs> and they said my last name as well. So yeah. I'm like, Oh. Like, raise my hand, like, kind of pop my head out, and I'm like, hi? Yeah. Mind you, when I did these naps, I would get comfy, okay? I would, like, unzip my uniform on the back because it was super constricting. Yeah. And so I was, like, half-dressed, okay? Shoes off, just getting real comfy in there. Yeah, And I was like, hi, what's up? And they're like, crew scheduling's looking for you. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, something must have changed. I look at my phone, I have, like, two missed calls from crew schedule. Okay. And... I'm trying to call them, but my phone isn't going through. Like, I have no idea what's going on. Right. I get transferred to something that's not our crew scheduling. And I'm like, okay, like, I have no idea what's happening here. So I get dressed, I leave. And when I leave the doors, one of the service managers was there. They were on the phone with crew scheduling about me. Whoa. He's like, hey, Tatiana. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, crew scheduling is looking for you. And I'm like, I know. I've been trying to contact them. I'm like, what's going on? Did I get on another flight? Like, yeah. what's the deal? I showed him and I'm like, listen, like I've been trying to call them. Like it was on my, fl- like yeah. my call logs. And he's like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, can I just use your phone since you're already on the phone with them? Um, because I can't get through to them. He passes me the phone. Yeah. And this bitch. I love her. <laughs> starts going off on me. Saying what? Where are you? I've been calling you, blah, 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 blah. Like you're technically on duty. You have to be answering your phone, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like my phone was on silent. I see that I have a missed call from you. And I called you back immediately. Like, so, my missed calls had only been there for, like, five minutes. Yeah. It's not like she called me hours prior and I was ignoring her. Yeah. So, she called everyone in our crew room, like, all of the managers. That's crazy. Okay? That's not a good way for them to know my name. Yeah. Like, this missing in action person, like, yeah. avoiding her responsibilities. Yeah. So, she's going off on me. And I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? And she's like, well, you are now going out east. 
she's talking about that same flight. I'm like, I know. I yeah. was on the phone with you earlier yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's like, well, I don't see that in my records. And I'm like, and mind you, the manager is standing right next to me. And he, like, at this point, I put it on speaker because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get blamed for this. Right. So I pull out my phone and I show him. I'm like, here is my call with them. Yeah. Confirming it. And it's confirmed on my phone, like right. on my schedule. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm going to have to look into that. I'm like, you do that. And yeah. she was going off on me and I was heated yeah. and I stormed out of there. And I was so mad because she made me look so bad, especially in front of the man. It's not even in front of my crew. It's like but- these people, I can get in trouble. Yeah. Cause I'm on duty. Yeah. And instead of, oh, and to top it off, she gave my number to one of my crew members, which is not allowed. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she was giving my number out. So people were calling me from my crew being like, where are you at? Yeah. And I was like, what I the- still like her. Yeah. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's not okay. You can't yeah, be that's, give, like, that's, what if I don't get along with that that's person? That's disrespectful. That's yeah. really disrespectful. So, luckily, I ended I got up you, working girl. out. I still love you. Because I love the girl that, like, she gave my number to. Yeah. And mind you, I still had almost two hours until my flight, but I was so angry that I just left. And everyone in the crew room then knew my name for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because it looked like I was someone who was just like, oh, got to go avoid my responsibilities and take a nap. Because that's what you are. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> no, honestly, it's it's a really shitty thing to it do. It was very, so that day I was fuming. I know, like looking back on it, I was like, I didn't have to get that mad, yeah. but I just got heated talking about it. So clearly, I'm not over the situation. <laughs> Obviously. So it's days like that where I'm just like, fuck this place, fuck this shit, like yeah. Or you know, 17 hour duty days. Those are what's your 17 hour duty day story? Getting stuck in Quebec City on a we got there on a seven six seven. Okay, it was one of the first times they ever saw one. So we're on a wide body. Okay, okay? for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a lot bigger than your uh, the ones that we would normally bring over. So it has two hundred and eighty two seats. Ish. Ish. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they had one human doing grooming and cargo. Oh, no. And we sat there for hours. Wow. And I'm like, is there no one? To the point where we started helping out with grooming. Yeah. Because I'm like, if we don't help out with grooming, this cargo is never going to happen. So grooming is basically when you fly to one destination and you're picking up passengers to go back. What you do is clean the plane. Yeah. So we don't clean the plane. They have groomers to clean the plane. Mm -hmm. And that would be kind of like our little rest period of Mm -hmm. 10 minutes because they go super fast. Yeah. But this time they just had one person. They just had one person, which for this plane is unheard of. Mm -hmm. Like, especially just grooming in general is already like, that's very strange that they have one human in here. But then Mm -hmm. to uh, to find out that he's going and doing cargo afterwards, like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fucked. So eventually, like, we help him out with grooming. They start boarding the plane. Well, he goes and does cargo, and somebody else comes to help him out. Mm-hmm. And they're slowly getting the bags on. And then I look outside, and they flipped one of like the cart for the uh, cargo over. Oh my god! So all the bags fell, and they're like, instead of trying to like put it all back in, they're trying to hold it up with the machine. Like, made no sense. Okay, yeah. so like the whole thing is falling apart. Yeah. And we sat there for hours. Like yeah. I don't even know how long it was, but we were close to the seventeen-hour duty day. Yeah. And to put in perspective, the flight from Toronto to Quebec City. It's like 50 minutes in the air. Not even. Okay, like, so... A good 30 minutes. It's so short. Yeah. So there's no reason yeah. this four-hour day max is now 17 hours. Yeah. It yeah. was disaster. People were angry, obviously. Mm-hmm. They were watching their bags being thrown around because they kept dropping it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah there, there was just so many people happy. Whoa. So this 
day that normally is four hours at max took almost seven. And hours. how did that make you feel when you were close to that seventeen hour? There is just no escape. Like you can't run away. Yeah, you can't hide the flight deck for that long. Yeah. Um, I was in charge on that flight. Okay. So I there's really nowhere for me to hide. I'm like I gotta be out there. Right. And honestly, I just went home. I shed a few tears. <laughs> <laughs> May have shed some on the plane you as well. Because what? Because the because the passengers it, were so yeah. And I think I was just so frustrated and tired. Yeah. When you're expecting your day to be four hours and it turns into almost seventeen, mm. you're just so frustrated by the end of it. And I'm that person. When I get frustrated, I cry. Okay. When I get happy, I cry. <laughs> when I like. I'm a crier. Yeah, yeah. So to hold back the tears on the plane, I was pretty impressed with myself. Wow, good job. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of my 17 hours, and I was like, fuck this shit, I hate it here. And I never went to Quebec City ever again, <laughs> unless like I was drafted or anything like that. And to top it off, I don't speak French. Okay. So people already hated me to begin with for the fact that French is not my strong suit, especially yeah. the ones in the premium cabins, the ones that are paid a little bit extra. Yeah. They expect you to speak full French. I'm yeah. like, hey, bitch, like, well, I'm I mean, sorry. It's honestly a thing with Quebecers. <laughs> you need yeah. to serve them in French yeah. and English. And I try. Even, yeah, you I need say to at least try. I say je l'orange, okay? <laughs> it might not be right, but I say it. I say, bonjour. <laughs> Comment tout ça va? Comment tout ça va? Please, please, stick to Portuguese, please. Thank please. You. <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> A mess. Like, people are just angry, and then, yeah, to top it off, I don't speak French, which has gotten me in sticky situations with flying before. What sticky situations? Um, I think I've told you this story before, mm. but I was on my way home, another stupid flight to Quebec, right. but this one was to Montreal. Okay. So, Quebec and Montreal is just an X thing. I avoid at all costs. It's first on my Hold bidding up. line. You had flights to Montreal? <laughs> So I had like a five day pairings out of oh, Montreal. Oh, okay, which, I see. Before I realized I need to step up my bidding game when I'm so asking. Five day pairings are basically like uh, horrible. You work. You're on work duty for like five days. Yeah, and they take you like instead of. I like them. I like them when they're out of Vancouver, or if I if I have to land in Montreal, I want to deadhead in and out. Okay. I don't want to operate out of the stupid place yeah because i don't speak french even yeah. at the airport just like the airport people like they're already rude when you go and you scan like your shit to walk yeah. in and they're like bonjour i'm like hi and they're like mm. welcome to quebec bitch not even welcome like get the fuck out of here <laughs> so <clears throat> again another stupid flight this is again also at the beginning of like my flying career yeah when i learned that i need to get out of quebec and never <laughs> return all, honestly, all of my problems have been in Quebec, by the way. I have never had every single one of my flight issues where I come home and I'm just like, I hate my life, yeah. have all been out of Quebec. Yeah. Either Quebec City or Montreal. Yeah. I love that place. <laughs> so, at this point, we are flying from Fort Lauderdale, which they call it fucking Fort Lauderdale, for very valid reasons. <laughs> and we're getting from Fort Lauderdale to Montreal. Whatever, I'm doing service. We're on a 767. Four out of six flight attendants speak French. Mm -hmm. It just so happened that on my side, the two that didn't speak French were the ones working together. Right, right. Whatever. 
So I was galley. I was working like the kitchen position. Mm-hmm. You know, as I'm doing service, I'm asking, does anyone want any food for purchase mm-hmm. or alcohol for purchase? Blah, blah, blah. You know, waving my little menu around, doing my strut down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get to this couple. They're, I want to say, like near death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you know, they're, it's, it's, it's going to happen for them soon. And I'm like, food for purchase. And he says, yes. Yeah. My, we are speaking in English. Right. Okay, let's remember this. We're right. speaking in English. And he says, yes. And I'm like, okay, perfect. What do you want? And he goes, okay, hold on. Let me just take out my menu. So he takes out his menu. And then this is when he flips over to French. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I want this, this, and then blah, 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 blah. Okay. And I'm like, sorry, sorry. Like, I don't speak French. I'm sorry. And he, the second I said that, I swear, like, his head, his neck, something snapped. Like, <laughs> like the way he turned his head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And he goes, you don't speak French? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, but there are many people on this flight who do. Like, I can go grab one for you, you know. So he goes, well, it's mandatory to speak French in Canada. In Canada. And I'm like, well, no, sir, it's not. That's why I don't speak French. <laughs> and then he goes, well, it's mandatory to speak French at our company. And I'm like, well, considering they hired me, <laughs> it's not mandatory. And he's like, you need to speak the language, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I do speak, like, another language. I'm, like, I'm, I speak Portuguese. And this is where he goes, then leave. Go back to your fucking country. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Whoa. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Go back to where you're from. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, sir, if I could, I would. <laughs> in this very moment, like, I'd be on the next flight to Portugal. Damn. I'm like, and he's like, leave. And I put the cart in park and I storm to the back of the plane. Okay. And I'm fuming. Um, and this man is going off. Like, I, I can hear him still going off. And I'm yeah. like, I gotta leave. Yeah. And I go back there to, you know, take a few deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And I go on the phone. I call the in-charge flight attendant. Right. And I'm like, hey, just letting you know, this is the situation in case it like continues to escalate. And I'm like, I'm going to take a few minutes because the person who was doing bar was still not that close to where I was. Right. So I'm like, okay, I have a few minutes before I'm in her way. Yeah. Like, I need a breather. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm also not taking his order. Someone else can give him his food. Yeah. I can't, I'm not talking to that man. Yeah. And so I hang up the phone and I'm like, okay, mind you. There was someone back there praying. There was, I believe, a man who was Orthodox Jew, if I'm not mistaken. And prior to us going out for service, he had asked us, he said, hey, it's my time to pray. Do you guys mind if I pray back here? And I said, yeah, for sure. We're about to go out for service. If you want, like, some privacy, give us a few minutes. Mm -hmm. And then, like, we don't have to be around you setting up while you're praying. Mm -hmm. I'm like, feel free to go by the door or in the galley and pray. Yeah, yeah. So he was back there while I was taking my breather. Right, and this couple who's at the back goes, excuse me, can you tell him to go back to his seat? He's making us very uncomfortable. He's touching the door. Like, calling this man a terrorist. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this side, I'm like, <laughs> Welcome to Quebec, Tati. Yeah, I <laughs> And I just stared at them for like a hot I did not know what to say. And yeah. they're like, He's been, like, walking back and forth. He's making us feel uncomfortable. He's touching the door. I think he's trying to open it. And I'm yeah. like, this door will not open. This way. Like, <laughs> shut up. They're like, what's back there? Can you hurt us with something? Because he, like, kept walking back to the galley. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? There isn't, but I hope he finds something that does. Okay? <laughs> like, it was her and her husband. And I felt so bad because he was standing right next to me. And he could yeah. hear everything they were saying. So they were saying it on purpose to make him feel uncomfortable. Motherfuckers. And I'm like. I'm sorry, but at our airline, we don't accept, like, racism. That's what it is. Like, yeah, like discrimination. Discrimination. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I know that he's back here and it's fine. He's not harming anyone. He was just standing there. Right. And I'm like, I'm sorry that makes you uncomfortable, but it is what it is. Yeah. And then he comes up to me. So I go to the galley. Like, I completely ignore these people because they're still talking about, like, how they think that he's going to kill them all. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not asking him to go back to his seat. Where he's seated, my cart is in front of him. So he can't get back to his seat. He comes to me and he goes, is it possible to go back to my wife and kids? Like, I just don't want to be here anymore. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I'm, like, trying to keep... I'm crying right now. (laughs) Um, I felt so bad. Like, he was just like... I just want to go back to my wife. Yeah. And I'm like, my heart broke for this man. Like, I felt so bad. Oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, I'll bring you back. Oh, and mind you, someone else then said he went to go grab something from his backpack before he came to the back to pray. I'm like, yeah, his fucking Bible or, like, whatever they use. Yeah. You people are the worst. Yeah, the best, the best. The best. <laughs> the worst. The best worst. So I bring him back to see, and I'm like, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. Like, I truly apologize. I'm like, take whatever food you want. Like, well, it's a thing. It's a thing with Quebecers. You know, they they have a thing against people that are like different. different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's true. So you see, like, you're telling me the story, and I'm I'm, I'm really not even shocked. Yeah. You know? So I I was shocked because I was like, and it was just two things at once. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I get back to my cart. The in charge was talking to the man, saying how I should apologize to him for not speaking French. Whoa. I'm like... What sense of entitlement? Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. And then another passenger got involved. He stood up. He's like, how dare you talk to that girl like that? Like, defending me. And I'm like, oh my God, stop before this, like, escalates. Yeah. And at this point, I was just angry. I wasn't crying. I wasn't emotional. I was just like, this is so stupid. Mm. The captain calls me, and he's like, listen, come to the flight deck. Okay. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. I get to the flight deck. My again, not emotional whatsoever. Mm. And I get up there, and they both turn around. They're like, "Are you okay? Like, you can let it out." I did not want to cry, but the second they did that, I was sobbing. Okay, mm. like using this man's tissue, just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "I can blacklist him if you'd like." Blah blah blah. blah. Like, I could have airport authorities meeting him. And I'm like, honestly. He's gonna die soon. Like, this is probably his last trip anyways. Like, this is not gonna affect this man's life. But he forced him to stay back, like, once we landed. And he, like, talked to him as if he was his dad. He's like, you don't talk to, like, people like that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. It sure was a really shitty situation. Yeah. But he did say that you were Portuguese. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you been to Portugal before? I was born there. Okay. Mm -hmm. You were born there? Born and raised till I was six. Okay. I came here. Lived in Toronto. And I try to go back as often as I can, obviously. Yeah. Not the case anymore. <laughs> but, but you went during work or? Um, yeah. So I would go not on work time all yeah. the time. Okay. I would have this weird thing where the flight took off at, I believe, like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. It'd be 7 p.m. I was sitting at home and be like, I have five days off. I'm going to skedaddle. Nice. And I would, ta- I would take off like that to Portugal all the time. I would just pack a bag and I would head to the airport right away. And then, again, I was very fortunate that our company does fly to Portugal. Mm-hmm. So, I would go... We've been on Portugal lately. We're together. Well, so. that you ditch me at, but whatever. Listen, we're not going to get into that. I miss my family, guys. Sorry. And they made me yeah, food. Whatever, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we were supposed to get tattoos. It's all good. But it's okay. Next time we go, like I said, I'm going in the summer. Okay, lit. So, you're going this summer. You're staying there, or... Honestly, I don't know. Um, school ends in April, okay. and... So does my lease. Okay. And I might just 
hop on out of here until September. Just enough for, like, your school semester, right? Yeah, like, I'll but finish off. Even though it's, it's online, like, I don't have to come back, but I feel like if I'm in, I won't be paying attention. Going. Why would you, why would you come back? <laughs> um, I have a hard time focusing. Oh, okay, right. So I feel like I need to be, <laughs> I need to come back to my Portugal, fails all classes. Literally, I'm like, I'm doing so well right now, like, I can't break the cycle, like, I have to, I have to keep the momentum, and if I'm there and I'm having a great time, I'm not gonna show up, even yeah. to those online classes where I just turn on my laptop and I walk away for 10 hours. Yeah, like, yeah. I won't even turn on the laptop. Yeah. So, I but you're gonna go. Your lease is over. What are you gonna come back to? Uh, I think I'm gonna sign a lease, like maybe before I leave. Okay. For, like so, it's ready for me for September. Okay. That's something I have to figure out. Yeah. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna live my best life. I'm hoping that like COVID restrictions are a little bit less. Fingers crossed. Inject me with that coronavirus shot. I'm ready to grow my third arm. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> It's fine. Like I worked on an airplane. Like I've seen people lick the lap, like the floor on the labs. Like let's get (laughs) going. Like, Y'all are nasty, by the way. If you do that, you're fucking nasty. Yeah. PSA. You're fucking You know disgusting. that same chick who, like, licked the toilet is that same chick who started the thing about Kanye, like, um, Kanye is sleeping with Jeffree Star or okay. whatever? I, I haven't um, even heard about this shit, but... Uh, it's, where have you been? Come I don't on. know. I don't it was, like, the same day as the Capitol or whatever. Like, uh, uh, me, I'm She just... started this whole rumor that Kanye West is sleeping with a man... With multiple men, actually, and Jeffree Star was one of them. That is ridiculous. And she kept it going for a while to the point where she was getting, like, cease and desist letters from the Kardashians. But you know, like, it's because she licked the lab that she's acting like that. Yep. <laughs> and then eventually, like, she brought it back because when she started getting, like, the, those lawyers coming yeah, yeah, at her, yeah. she was like, like, I was on a lot of Adderall, and, like... <laughs> what the fuck? So... Uh-huh. Uh, no, but but let's 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 focus here. Let's focus here. Okay. Um, one of the me? things you have to do in Portugal. What do I have to do? Yeah, I don't like let's say like you you're a tourist. You go to Portugal. What okay. are the things you have to do? I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably like the worst Portuguese person to ask. Okay. Because I did a lot of my traveling in Portugal when I was little. Okay. So ask me where I was. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I was doing. Fuck where you were. What about the food? The food. See, but I love my town. I am from Peniche, which okay. is an hour out of Lisbon okay. on the coast. I eat seafood all day, every day. Mm. Yeah. And honestly, like I would a, recommend. What's like the specialty? This, okay. So my favorite food ever is called Psitch. Okay. I believe in English they're called Goose Barnacle. Mm-hmm. They may look terrifying. I swear to God, it'll blow your mind. So if you ever go to Portugal, try Prisibj. It's a sea urchin. Okay. Like, it, it's attached to rocks, and you would just, like, scrape it off the rocks, and then you would boil it just to cook it, and then you just chomp it down. I highly recommend trying if you go there. And mussels. And crab. And lobster. <laughs> All of you have <laughs> And everything. <laughs> everything. Just indulge. It's so cheap to go. I would honestly recommend Portugal for anyone. First off, it's cheap. Yeah. Okay, very important with coronavirus. Mm, uh, yeah, 100%. Like, nobody's got money. I never had money to begin with. Mm. And the food is phenomenal. Beers are a buck. Mm, you can't go wrong. Nightlife is unreal. Pretty mm. much everywhere you go. Like, if you're in Lisbon or if you're in any coastal city, like where I'm from, mm-hmm. 
just a great time. Mm. If you want to surf, if like people take um, vacations to the Algarves, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful place. Honestly, just drive through. It's tiny, like, right. <laughs> you know, right. it's very easy to see the whole thing, but just explore all of Lisbon. Come to where I'm from. It's called Pniche. It's known for like having great waves to surf. We have a double-sided beach. Hey, yeah. I'm lying. I you fucking can stay love my house. Portugal. I fucking love that place. <laughs> I it is say, the best place on earth. love it there. I'm saying. Are you coming with me? Yo, I have Show to come up. My visit. Friends, I am not going to My friends are coming to months. visit. I already said we're just going to be fucking whores. <laughs> 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 and we're gonna have a time. My goal is to just let go of like all my problems right. and enjoy my summer. But before but, I go back to responsibility. So before you go have fun in Portugal, what are your problems? How much time do we have? <laughs> um, a lot, honestly. Um, before right before COVID started, I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a problem. I can still barely walk because I got surgery on my feet. Mm-hmm. So I stopped flying before coronavirus even hit. Damn. I haven't flown for over a year. So I was already really missing it. It was I got it in January of 2020 and the surgery. The surgery. I couldn't yeah. walk. I had to be carried to the toilet. Yeah. Like that's how bad it was. Cuz I got it on both my feet. Don't ever do it. Listen, if you have bunions, keep them, girl. Like that's <laughs> It is not worth your time. My feet have not recovered and it's been a year later and I'm still struggling. Like if you we all go silent right now. I can crack my toes on command. Listen. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. <laughs> Did you catch it? Your so toes should not do that. <laughs> so it was just so depressing. Like I was just like in seasonal depression. <laughs> yeah. And like so depressing. And then like when I was finally able to start walking, I went through a breakup. So Shit. this was just after Valentine's Day. Oh my god! On the fifteenth. On on the 16th. Shit. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that. I should, like, erase it from my memory. But I went through a breakup, and this was a relationship of over five years. Shit. Like, I was like, damn, this year is... We're, we're starting off strong here. But wait, wait, wait. Relationship <clears throat> for five years. How do you stay with someone for five years? That's... Love? I don't know. <laughs> I, honestly, like, there was nothing... There was no cheating. Like, there was nothing like that. It was just... Things just weren't moving forward. Like, they weren't working out. Like, I had issues, my own issues. He had his own issues. Mm-hmm. And we're like, it's best if we figure out our own shit before we take... Because we were at the point, it's like, do you go a step further? Like, do we get married and move in together right now? Because it's been that long? Yeah. Or, like, do we cut it back? And mm-hmm. so, in my heart, I knew that it's what needed to happen. And it was very hard to accept. So, I was like, damn, can't walk. Haven't left my fucking house. Yeah. Now I'm going through a breakup. Yeah. And I was living with my dad because I went back to living at home because he lived 10 minutes from the airport. Mm-hmm. And we were butting heads because I wasn't working and he wasn't working. Okay. So it was too, I saw too much of that man. Wait, which man right now? You're talking my about? My dad. Okay. So, and I was going through a breakup and I was just like, I can't. So then I'm like, I need to get back to work. And I mind you, I could not walk. I took five steps and I would have to take a break. Yeah. And from the parking lot at the airport to our crew room, it's like 10, 15 minutes. It would take me over half an hour to get there. Wow. I called work and I was like, listen, put me on ground duties. I need to get out of the house. It was just like, I was getting overwhelmed. So I went back to work. It would take me 30 minutes to walk in the stupid crew room because I couldn't walk. And then I think I did like four shifts and they closed everything down. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fuck, man. Like, January, I can't walk. 
like February, I'm going through a five year relationship breakup. Yeah. March, I just get cut off from the world. Like <laughs> I go out for the first time, they accept me, they're like, just kidding, bitch, go right back to where you came from. Like and so I'm like, I need to get out of the house. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to move out. I had no money, no job. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I need to leave. Yeah. And I went back to Kitchener. And then, I don't know, like, I was in the summer. I'm like, we were like working on things, me and my ex. And even still now, like, I just don't know where we stand. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I just can't hold myself back from yeah. things because of it. Um, and it's just everything. Like, school, although I, I'm glad that I'm back and I'm doing really well, it's still super depressing at times. It's super mm. stressful. So it's just been a rough 2020. Mm. 20. 21 and let's see how far it goes like i don't even know like is there an end to this who knows yeah and i was just so used to being out of the house Mm -hmm. being in for so long like it's just taken a huge toll Mm -hmm. i'm like i need people i need to see another part of the world Mm -hmm. like even if it's 10 minutes down the road at this point like i tried to make the best out of my summer but i was just like (sighs) but what's something positive that happened during covid hmm positivity <laughs> um, let's get back to it in like a day from now <laughs> anytime um, I guess going back, back to, to school is something positive yeah, what are you doing in school right now so public relations as I was saying yeah but I'm using it as like a backup I want to go back to flying I know yeah. you have no hope but I do if push comes to shove I have my degree like I'll be ready yeah. And because let's say this happens again when we're like 50 years old I don't want to be 50 years old my high school diploma like I need yeah. To have something, you know, because you there's something. plenty of flight attendants out there who are currently jobless and they have nothing on their resume except mm-hmm. for being a flight attendant. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that's something positive. I'm like, I'll finish my schooling. That's it. Where you at right now? What advice would you give to your younger self? <sighs> Tears are going to stop flowing. <laughs> uh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, be smart. Like, I devoted so much of my time into my relationship mm-hmm. that I think I missed out on a lot. And it like prevented me from doing things a lot sooner in life, like flying, mm-hmm. you know, I only got two years out of flying just because I procrastinated on it for so hard. It wasn't like anyone, especially him was telling me, Hey, don't do it. Like, blah, blah, blah. no, everyone was encouraging me, but I was like, Oh no, I'm just gonna stay in my little bubble. Like, I don't know what the future holds. So I mm-hmm. think just go out and do it mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, I think finding happiness within yourself is very important mm-hmm. and you can't find it in another person. Like mm-hmm. if you don't love yourself or you're not happy with yourself, like if you lose everything that you brings you happiness, that's it. Like you don't have anything. Right. And you yeah. have to start from scratch. So I think that's where I would give advice to my younger self because that's where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. It's like now I'm fighting. Hap- like I have to learn to find happiness on my own with myself. And if I had done that a lot sooner in life, then I feel like I would be in a better spot now. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what? I think I think we're gonna end it on that. Um, shout out your social media or future projects that you got coming up. Okay, so my social media is Tati underscore Pacheco. I will have to delete the pictures of me in my uniform <laughs> <laughs> because they're gonna come for me, and I will not be going back once they start hiring back. <laughs> Because of the shit that I talked about to other people. You didn't say anything crazy. What do you I say? I mean, the Cruised woman will uh, will find me and haunt my dreams. No, she won't. So, She's lit. I like her. Yeah. I don't know. I may be starting, like, I'm going to public relations, so 
my social media platform is supposed to be super active, which okay. I'm not really active on. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll start vlogging my experiences and like when I go to Portugal and stuff like that, just that's, put some on there. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I can look back on it afterwards when I'm no longer there and cry. Yes, you 100%. Know? And then I can watch it and cry too. Yeah, but you're joining me in Portugal. So Yo, I, I told you I'll come for a weekend. That's that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> I didn't say you have to come for the full four months that I am. But like, Yo, you're going for a whole four months. I, I think you're going to stay there. You think I won't come back? I don't think you're coming back. Why? Because it's going to be too late. You're with your family. I know, but my family's kind of boring sometimes. Uh, yeah, there's only so much of your family you can handle. Look, look, if you do come back or if you don't come back, let's have you back on the show and we'll talk about it. Okay. I'll see you possibly in September. Possibly <laughs> might have to bring all your equipment to Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, y'all take care. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. I don't know. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening, guys. This show is sponsored by... This show was sponsored by Jack Shit, okay? I ain't get paid. I'm doing this shit for free, okay? Holla at your boy. GoFundMe. Um, nah, for real. This was really fun. I really hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And please go subscribe on whatever platform, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, at the 7-6 Galley. So... I know you guys aren't doing shit. It's quarantine. I would love and appreciate a follow or a like or whatever. And share the podcast with your friends if you really enjoyed it. Take care.